0: This is the official Caps Church podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Chill, and I'm here with that snack, Poly Cupcakes. What's up? Caps fans, today we're doing a pre recorded episode where we're just going to, you know, uh, have a little bit of Nikki appreciation. Going on, I think it's just a straight up appreciation of Nicholas Backstrom, his career, uh, especially in light of all of the new injury news and his surgery, and maybe his career possibly being in question. Everybody's being dramatic, but let, you know, let's 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 freebase some member berries here, and uh, you know, crunch him up, snort him, mainline him, whatever you want to do, um, and we'll talk about uh, Nick Baxstrom's career and how much we love him. Let's do it. Alright, let's pop some tabs here and, and we'll get right into it. One, two, three. You know, Caps fans, typically we would be on a, like more segment-based type stuff on this Thursday, but again, this is pre-recorded. We're out of town. So um we streamed this a couple weeks ago, but you know, we're uh we're f- talking to you from the
1: past. Yeah. Welcome to the future. Or er, back to the future, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh,
0: and that's why Polly doesn't chirp. Uh, <laughs> we're, yeah. So Nick Backstrom, man, uh, it all of this injury news. Obviously, we we hope that Nicky had like comes out clean on the other end and continues his contract. I would love to see him finish his career as a cap uh, and at the end of a contract year. You know, like <clears throat> just choose not to re up, not go to another team, and retire. Only wearing the red, white, and blue of the Washington Capitals. What do you think, Paulie? Yeah, I
1: mean, uh, I think he and Ovi just need to be career caps.
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that Ov that's going to happen for sure. But, you know, Nick has had some injury problems, uh, his hip being one of the, the major ones uh, in, in recent years, it's been, it's been probably like four or five since he's had that first hip surgery. So, uh, going in for the hip resurfacing, uh, treatment, uh, with no timeline of return is somewhat, you know, scary for sure. Um, you know, and, and, you look at Nick Backstrom and he's been pretty fucking durable. I mean, he's not Ovechkin durable, but nobody in the league is Ovechkin durable. I don't think nobody in NHL history is Ovechkin durable. That's why they call him the Russian machine. that never breaks, right? Absolutely. But he himself, you know, has not missed many games. Uh, you know, 12, 13, 11 and 12. He had maybe half a season, but the rest are pretty much, uh, full service. Um, and then this last year, he only played forty-seven games again with with another different injury. So even the Mona Lisa's fallen apart, as they say. Um, Nick Backstrom has earned a thousand points in a thousand thirty or over a thousand points uh, in his career, and he's probably like a thousand fifty games played uh, in the regular season. Uh, One thousand fifty-eight. He's also got, uh, you know, let's see, his his his, uh, obviously he's been there for every playoff game, 139 playoff games, big part of winning the cup. He was injured in that kind of run and came back. Lars Eller, uh, you know, held it down for Nicky to come back, and then we ended up winning the cup. Amazing stuff. He's got in the regular season a total of. Um. Let's see. Oh, sorry, sorry here. 1,011 points, 264 goals, and 747 assists. That is the first. It's a franchise record in assists. Um, and he's second in points, games played, power play points, overtime goals, and fourth in goals uh, and power play goals. So obviously we know who's leading all of those stats. It's Ovi. But, you know, he's definitely the yin to the yang of Ovechkin, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, he he has one all-star game. He was on the all-rookie team, Stanley Cup champion. He has had um, a bunch of Selkie votes multiple times. Yep. He has also had a lot of Lady Bing votes. Um, and, you know, he has been with Ovi for so long. They're making commercials together about how much they do stuff together. Um, he is, uh, he is just, he is special.
0: You know, selected fourth overall by the Capitals in 2006. So Vechkin was the one that brought him into the league, got, got to do the announcement. I mean, Ovi had a big part in like, you know, it seemed like his career in the sense of like, you know, welcoming in him in. And then it was, you know, he was part of the young guns, you know, him, Simon, Mike green, sorry, Ovechkin, the big young guns that were just incredible uh, in the early years of the Washington capitals uh, of the Ovechkin era. Um, I mean, six consecutive 50 assist seasons, one of the most underrated players, I think in all of NHL history to be, let's be honest. Oh,
1: for sure. I mean, I think he, I think Ovechkin's stardom has kind of overshadowed him a little bit and Um, You know, when when people have talked about greatness in this era, they always talk about Crosby and Malkin together, but they don't seem to give Nicky his due when talking about Washington Capitals' success.
0: Exactly. No doubt. Uh, And I think that's partially because, like, he he wants no part in that. When he won the Cup, he didn't even want to hold it himself. He was like, come with me, come with me, you know obviously Ovi was like after I get it, it's going right to you and he's like all right all right and then he was like come with me like you hold it too you know uh, a lot of people just thought like Ovi was super pumped about it but no Backstrom like asked him to do all that you know um, they came off the plane when they got to DC and they both walked it off the plane I mean it was it just he's such a he, on the ice so selfless how many times have you seen Nick Backstrom have an open shot at an empty net and just like dish it to whoever else is there. Right. You know, I mean, he's been on record saying like, yeah, I probably could have shot it and scored, but like it would have looked way cooler if we set the play up this way. Yeah. (laughs) You know, constant quarterback. I mean, he, he runs the half boards on the power play. He's, he's, you know, definitely kind of like that, that quarterback, uh, uh, contributing, you know, he's the dealer, right? He's he's the feeder for for almost all of the Washington Capitals' top-line offense. You know, all play kind of like funnels through him, right? He may not be finishing it, but he's got a hand in it every time. He was born in yeah. Valbo, Sweden, and his father, Anders, a professional ice hockey player who won a championship with Beerness, or Bry- Bryness, and retired shortly after. And then his mom was a handball player in Finland and Sweden. Uh, sorry, I was just trying to put that little tidbit in because we kind of breezed over it, Paulie. But what were, what were you saying about uh, earlier? I cut you
1: off. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, sorry. But during the lockout, you know, he um, he signed with Dynamo, played with Ovi during the lockout. I'm pretty sure. They. Uh, yeah they they played together. Yeah, uh, 2012. During the, the, the half lockout, they played together with the Dynamo Moscow or Dynamo Moscow.
0: Yeah, and I I believe they won like a cha- like a championship or or they 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 dominated that league like they set like season records I think together for the Dynamo. You
1: um, know, he has been suspended once in his career for cross checking. Really, 2012. <laughs>
0: Do you remember who he cross-checked? It's Rich Peverly. Oh. (laughs) Peverly. Goddamn. That's a blast from the past.
1: And he led the league in assists in 2014-15. And has been in the top 10 in assists another... Six times. He's currently the fourth in active assist, active players' assists at seven forty seven. I mean, that's just, and you never hear
0: about him outside D.C. I feel like, like yeah, he never gets national news coverage, like national media coverage. It's just like, oh, Nick Backstrom is good. Um, you know, you, nobody ever talks to him. Like, who's not a fan of the uh, talks about him? Who's not a fan of the Caps? I mean, I think that he's finally gotten a little bit of a little bit of clout, but for him to not be, like, a perennial all-star, at least, like, guy, uh is is mind-boggling to me. I guess once they did the fan voting, obviously everybody wants to vote for Ovechkin, right? So he's got to get in, but, man, I, I don't know. I, it's criminally underrated, I'll say that, for Nick Baxter.
1: Well, and to your point of him having a hand in a lot of goals even if he doesn't get the points in um in 09 and 10 he was 5th in adjusted goals created 16 17 he was ninth in adjusted goals created and currently he's 90th in the NHL in his career for goals created so like you said he may not be always getting the points but he's got a hand in creating the play and getting things going yeah yeah
0: absolutely I mean he's he's the (coughs) the unsung hero of the Washington Capitals for sure
1: how many hat tricks do you think he has hat tricks yeah five (coughs) well he's got three Ah.
0: and he's also like a stud on the international level We've got a silver in Sochi. He's uh, got two golds in the world championships and a bronze in the under 18.
1: St. Nicholas. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, the guy's a stud uh, and, and he's always such a like a. Just the selflessness of, of him. You know, we've talked about Carl Alsner. like how, and he, Carl brings it up. He's like, how many times have you ever seen a player who has an open shot at the net just dish it to try to get the, the guy, the, the other guy is his liney, like the guy who's killing the man up, uh, that, that goal. You know, he, he just has zero worry about himself. Uh, early on, he's quoted as saying, like, he's not the fastest skater. He knows he's not. Super fast skater, but when he was younger, he's always wanted to play smart and read his opponent and
1: break them down mentally. <laughs> yeah, and you know, even with uh, his injury this year, you know, he scored, I think, two goals in the series against Florida. Yeah, I mean he kept that, he kept the team in it. Ovi wasn't getting goals in the net. And there was Backstrom to help keep things things rolling, be the veteran presence, score, you know, even though he doesn't, shows that he has the ability
0: to. Right. And I hate, I hate, like, hockey, and maybe I'm being too reminiscent of it, but I hate hockey Twitter. uh, Like, this year, after the Caps got knocked out of the playoffs, I mean, Caps Twitter is always unhinged and primarily dumb as shit. But like this year, the the backlash against Backstrom was just quite frankly, a hundred percent unacceptable in my eyes. Like, how are you going to not let this guy retire cap? How are you? I mean, people were like, let's trade him. Let's trade him. Like you're, you know, it never fails. Caps Twitter thinks that all of our assets are just 10 times about more valuable than they are. And then they'd, don't take into account that the other team that you're trading to him also wants to get better. It's not like you trade, like it's a trade. It's not a, it's not a purchase. <laughs> you're trading, yeah. you know? So <clears throat> while Nick Baxter would be great across the league, like what can you really, you know, if you're, you're over here shitting on him saying he's not worth the money and then you're going to try to trade that contract, I, I don't understand what your logic is there.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not
0: a a full picture thought. <laughs> right, rarely is on on Twitter. But you know what's you know a good what purchase is? though. What's that? You know what is a good purchase. Yeah, you know what is a good purchase though. Hockey fans, the pursuit of the Stanley Cup is on. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game parlays? you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Polly, I you know, and it's crazy to, to think, though, about Nick Backstrom's contributions, like, as a whole, is obviously undeniable, but, like, do you have any plays like that stick out to you when you're thinking about Backy?
1: I mean, I, I just think of all of his power play work. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, the thing that kills me about him is like, dude, his passing on the backhand is like, so elite, yeah. <clears throat> probably like 2013. He had this insane play. He was like just inside the offensive zone, and just backhand sauce across the whole uh, ice. And I forget even who he gave it to. It was probably Ovi, and whoever had whoever picked up the puck just buried it right off. But it was just like. First of all, how does Nick Backstrom even fucking see that guy coming in, and then have the audacity to just, just backhand flip it with so much accuracy? It had sauce on it and and velocity. Tape to tape, there was no flutter in the puck. I mean, it was just a straight sauce pass, you know, right right to right to that guy, which I like. I said I think was Ovi and just for a berry, like a nice tuck. I, it, his his playmaking ability just boggles my mind every time. Yeah,
1: he does. I mean, he, I think, he's really close to Pavel Datsuk, I think, in his skill. With the playmaking ability, you think? Yeah.
0: I think the one thing that everybody, like, shits on him for is he doesn't shoot the puck as much. But I think as he gets older, he's he's starting to more. But the guy loves to pass. I mean, he, do, he doesn't even want to score goals. It's inc- it's incredible to me that he's scored so many. <laughs> he's probably like, I'd rather have those be assists.
1: Yeah, right? I mean, it's kind of like, uh, I think Joe Thornton said that to a coach. He's like, God oh, no, I'm a pass guy. I mean, that's <laughs> that's Backstrom in a nutshell.
0: Right. <clears throat>
1: um.
0: You know, his 1,000th point was an assist to TJ Oshie against the Oilers. You know, the boys all crowded in for it, got the puck. Uh, But I think that the the, the thing that I love Nick Backstrom for is he had to be him for this to work with Ovi. You know, I think that you look at the cuckold Pittsburgh Penguins – and if Malkin probably goes home and like, you know, jerks off with his own tears because he can't be the number one. Hmm. <laughs> Where, because he's, you know, he's got this like, I, I, I've, I just gotta, and maybe it's just because I hate the penguins, but like, I just have to feel like there's some sort of jealousy dynamic there. I, I really, truly don't think that Backstrom has that side of type of ego at all. Not even close, man.
1: No, I don't think he does. Um, he, he really just seems to love to play hockey, loves playing the, um, playing the entire game, playing a full game. And he just wants to contribute and get the team to win. He doesn't care if his name's in the article. He doesn't care that one of the three stars. He just wants to do his job and do it with the boys. Yeah. Um,
0: you know, to name drop Carl Alzner again. I mean, he's he's like when we asked like, so what was who's like one of the best players you've ever played with? Like, who'd you love playing with? He was like, dude, Nick Backstrom, just so selfless. Not only as a player on the ice, but just like everything he does is about everyone else at all times. He's like dad, <laughs> Daddy Backy, <laughs> okay. um, and you know. In the 2014 Olympics in Sochi, do you remember he got, he couldn't play in the gold medal game? He got hurt, right? No, it was for doping. Oh, yes. He had that allergy medication, um, and apparently it contained a little pseudoephedrine, and that, that like prohibited from playing because he basically tested positive for drugs, um, and so they they did like an A sample and B sample and analyzed it after the final um both values were above the allowed limit. Um the IHF opposed the decision to stop Baxter from playing in the final, but ultimately the IOC said like no, he can't play. The silver medal was withheld from him. He almost didn't get a silver out of this, dude, because of all this bullshit. Um, and, but then on March, 2014, they decided that he'd be awarded it. And, you know, while that sucked, he, that he wasn't able to contribute because like he was a huge part of that team. They, they were like primed to win a gold. They were trying to go for it. Right. Um, and when you're in the gold medal game, like how do you not have Nick Backstrom? You're like, you know, one, your top center out there. It was a huge kick to the nuts for Sweden. But I remember watching the interview with Nick and he was just, he was so distraught. It wasn't even like anger. It was just like sadness. Um, And and of course, you know, when you go into the press conference there, people are going to automatically question your integrity, which I thought for me was an even bigger affront. That is the more insulting part of that whole situation. To question Nick Backstrom's fucking integrity it was just, that. That fucking threw me, bro.
1: Yeah, that's like who do you think you are to question Nick Backstrom? I know. Um,
0: yeah, and and ultimately, <clears throat> the World Anti-Doping Agency like appealed the IO- IOC decision to award Backstrom a silver medal. So this is like a. Like a whole year-long drama thing for for Nicky, and that was ended up resolved in 2015 in January um, when th- all of the agencies and Nick agreed to a settlement, which he accepted a reprimand, which is just bullshit, uh, but was cleared of attempting to enhance his performance. I can, well, at I mean, least
1: they came to the right decision,
0: right? And you know, Nick Backstrom is not like a fighter. You know, steroids. When you think of like doping, I think it's more like recovery stuff for the NHL guys at the stage the drugs are at at this point. But you look at like, um, you know, back when we were looking at talking about performance enhancing drugs, it was like steroids and stuff. You know what I mean? But steroids doesn't really have a place in hockey unless you're fighting or yeah. out there just laying body the whole time. Uh, it's just not. You need to be agile. You need to be able to skate. You need to have skill to play hockey. So just don't feel like steroids is a big performance enhancer here. Um, no, I agree. Endurance and recovery, I could see for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and I do have an answer for a play from Backstrom. Uh-huh. And I think I'd have to say one of his Best plays. It was uh it was game three against the Penguins. Mm-hmm. An assist he had for Ovi. You know, so they came down two on one, and uh, the defenseman laid out and Backy held onto the puck long enough to beat the stick. It hit Ovi in front for a goal. You know, that was the 2018. That was the one where Ovi put his own rebound in. You remember? Yeah, that like one?
0: it tipped up in the air and he smacked it out of the air.
1: Yeah, Backstrom uh, yeah. assisted
0: better. Yeah, and it was a perfect um, assist. Like, that was all Backstrom. I mean, it was amazing that Ovi made that play, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he had, he had perfect patience on that and sent it right over to Ovi. Yeah,
1: because Latang laid down and put his stick out. So Backstrom held onto the puck, got around his stick, and then got it through to the net before the back-checking penguin got there. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's that's kind of quintessential back there too. You know, um, making a big play to Ovechkin in the playoffs to beat the Penguins. Um, I, I would say that if he, you know, I would think he would probably put that in one of his tops. I mean, I, I don't know the guy, but I would think <laughs> that if I were him, that would be one of my tops.
0: Um, yeah. And I mean, you sure. look at, you look at Nick Baxter, doesn't do a lot of press, you know, it's all about the team. It's never about him. So I think that it really encapsulates the whole relationship and his, that, that one play kind of is a perfect projection of Nick Backstrom's career as a Washington capital, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, it may not be Christmas, but it's always a good time to talk about St. Nick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's true. That's true. Um You know, he is the youngest Swedish player ever in a World Championship. 18 years and six months. Uh, I believe that was probably at one point he was the youngest, but I think that's probably a little dated. I think Darlene, um was a little bit a uh, little bit younger for sure. Um,
1: well, and didn't that Canadian kid who was like breaking Gretzky's records this year wasn't he under 18?
0: Yeah, but Swedish Swedish player.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, and he uh, he's won. The Viking Award a few times for the NHL's best Swedish player. What? There's that exists? I saw it
0: on his Elite Prospects page. <laughs> that makes sense. And I mean, that's not a, that's not that to scoff at. We talked about it in the past, like when we had Stefan brenner on the pod, like season one, um, about how, like, uh, you know, in, in Sweden, the, it's, it's the, what, th- the a tiny country, but it's the third most represented nationality in the NHL. And obviously we talked about like why that is and why Swedish, you know, Swedish stick handling and passing has been the, the vaunted, you know, the, one of their selling points as a Swede for sure, as a player. And then obviously, um, <clears throat> their playmaking ability as well. Uh, but the big thing was is that he said what they don't, they don't even compete they just practice for and, and learn the proper way to like get better at the sport. And there's just zero emphasis on winning and competing. Like he said, he didn't play a serious game until he was in like high school or something like getting into like, like 13,
1: 14. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, I think Finland is something similar. And was at a coaching club years ago and they had a, a guy from Finland talking to us about how they run their program because I guess USA Hockey was trying to incorporate some of their philosophies. And I think the only thing you can attribute that to is the fact that Finland and Sweden, those small countries, have produced such good hockey talent that compete with much higher populated countries like US, Canada, and Russia.
0: Right. Um, it's definitely when you look at population compared to NHL players and top talent, it's insane. I mean, all of Scandinavia really, but Sweden, you know, and again, you know, I think that you you talk about like the, like Salmi, like the, one of the first European players to play probably got a lot of flack for being soft and too finesse and you know, whatnot, like, uh, which I think is a lot primarily just being unfair to that player. Uh, but you look at, like, Swedish players, and, dude, there's, like, some rough motherfuckers who are Swedish. I mean, you uh, Patrick Hornquist is a Swede. I hate that guy. Yeah. hate that guy. He's a son of a bitch. <laughs> I know. Um, you know, uh, Brenner, who we had on, he played in the Coast, but, like, led the team in penalty minutes. <laughs> I think he still holds that record, dude. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think he has the Wheeling Nailers record for penalty minutes.
0: Yeah, and they called him the Dirty Swede. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Um, and you know, the trap like that is a Swedish invention for for the, from what I understand. For the most part, I mean, imagine how old that how, how how far back you had to go to like understand where the fucking trap first started. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, pioneers of the game for sure. I just love Nick Backstrom. I really don't want to see a Washington Capitals, like Nick Backstrom in any other jersey, makes me fucking
1: cringe. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I just can't imagine Nick Backstrom being like, like seeing someone have a have a career like Corey Perry, to just like play all these years for Washington, and then in a matter of like five seasons, play for three different teams.
0: Yeah. I just don't think he'd do it. I don't think he'd want to do that. Imagine being on the team for your whole – one team your whole career.
1: Yeah, that'd be really cool. And it would make having a favorite team when you retire a lot easier.
0: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And You know, I think you look at uh, kind of Nick Backstrom and then, you know, I'm going to – 100% speculation about his financial situation, but I'm sure that he's – doing pretty well. Yeah. You know, um, even with those Swedish taxes. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, and he was savvy. You know, he advised Ovechkin on his last contract. He's like, dude, just do it without an agent work with the, you'll save some money and everybody can kind of win. So that leads me to believe that he's not a, a total dum dum when it comes to the finances, a la Patrick Kane or, uh, of Ander Kane.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or Jack Johnson's parents. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, doesn't have like a, a gambling addiction or anything pretty much a family man like the whole time. So uh, you know, you got to think that he's not doing it for money and you know, if if he thinks his body can't take it, it's probably, you know, obviously He's a fierce competitor. There's no doubt in that. So I think that would be like the really only the really thing that keeps him around is like he wants to compete. He thinks he's got more in the tank. Yeah, for sure.
1: Because he has really nothing to prove at this point.
0: Right. And at this point, you know, he's not doing it for personal clout. So like, let him fucking play. Like, (laughs) I'm ready to get nostalgic with it. The Caps got their cup in the Ovechkin era. They proved everybody wrong. I mean... Of course, yeah, another cup would be great. Ovi shattering the goal record is, is a huge thing, right? I mean, there's a lot of things to look forward to as a Caps fan, for sure. Um, and I think that our management does a good job, but I'm not sure I can ever forgive Brian McClellan for signing off on a trade of
1: Nick Backstrom. I agree. You know, the only thing that could make Ovi breaking the record better is if it was a Backstrom assist. Exactly. Boom. There it is.
0: And you just know serendipitously it's that's got to happen.
1: Yeah. And I can't wait. It'd be so it'd be so annoying if it was like some like deadline pickup or something. <laughs> it would be. It would be. It would be
0: for it'd sure. Be fucking
1: Jamie B. Ugh. <laughs>
0: uh with your luck it might be. So don't don't put that out there in the universe there, Polly, okay? Yeah. Well, are we done breaking our arms jerking Nick Backstrom off? For now. Yeah, for now. Um Nick, if you're listening to this, we love you. We love you and we
1: wish you a wonderful recovery.
0: Exactly. And for anybody who said trade Nick Backstrom Fuck you.
1: Yeah, you're stupid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Caps fans will be back live next week. Until then, though, Hockey Show, Polly Cupcakes, sign off. Bye. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Turn Podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL follow me
1: the hockey troll at hockey trolling on facebook instagram and twitter and follow me Polly cupcakes at cupcake Polly on twitter instagram and tiktok
0: and follow the show's handle at caps chirp on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok special thanks to the hockey podcast network at hockey Podnet on social and the hockey podcast network.com the hockey podcast network every team everywhere. Check them out. Oh, we're not friends anymore.